Oh. <laughs> right, it's something to be recorded. <laughs> but you're not, because you're not on video, right? <laughs> it's so weird, too, because, like, something I was thinking about is, like, the mental perception difference between... I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to be recorded while we're talking. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I do that all the time with streaming. It's the same thing. But like, it isn't at the same time. Because like the word streaming versus podcast, like podcast just seems so serious to me in comparison to what it is I do with streaming all the time. Yeah, I don't like, I don't know. I just use, to me, podcast is just hang out with your friends. Yeah, and I think our conversations are so good that everybody else needs to hear it as well. <laughs> I don't know about that one. My quotes say otherwise. <laughs> it's not a conversation. That's just you talking to yourself. Oh my gosh! I just like I don't think a lot before. Like I already don't have a filter, which is one thing. But then I don't like think before I speak the majority of the time. But then I do. It's really weird. So like in a lot of like very in-depth conversations, I tend to think about what I'm going to say first. But if I'm just like with people I'm comfortable with and I know aren't going to judge like whatever I'm going to say, I have no like there's no thought. It's like words come first and then I think about what I said and I'm like, oh, oh that was those were some words. So I've even used words that like aren't even applicable to like. <laughs> You know, like it'll be a word that's like, that's not how it's used. And I'm like, well, that's how I'm using it. It just sounded like a good word. Like it, I'm not even applying the actual definition to it. I'm just using it because it sounds right. You know, like frisky. That's a, like, that's a word that's like, it has like a very specific meaning, but I'll just throw it in a sentence. Like we should just get frisky and go hike the Califorest or whatever. And then they'll look at me and be like, that's not it. That's not what frisky means. That's not. I approve of the well, use I mean, of that. I think that was good. Yeah, some people get frisky while camping and hiking, I'm sure. I mean, honestly, <laughs> to each their own. But it just sounded right, you know? Like, like it, you know, I don't even know. I just, that's just, that's just like what my, because like I'm not putting any forethought into what I'm saying, but that's what my brain chose as like, this word seems good, but then people like, you know, Wizards and them do it all the time. They'll like look at me and be like, "That's not the the right word for that like that sentence." I'm like, "Yeah, it's just so you know, that's what I wanted to use, I guess." Language is flexible, idiots. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> who who are these people that say this word means this? Like, oh, that's just yeah. a, that's just my intro screen. Hang on, that was a that was a spoiler. <laughs> well, I liked it. Are you streaming? Act? Are you streaming? Like, do you I've stream been, on a regular basis? Um, I used to stream on a regular basis. I've been redoing all the assets for it, so I've been redoing all the alerts, all the kind of Twitch profile stuff, all the starting, ending, BRB screen stuff. And once all that's done, then I might start again. Might being the operative word. <laughs> I, it's like, a lot of work. Yeah, it's. I learned that I cannot. I'm really good when there's like back and forth with people and like reading people and stuff. But like I learned very recently that um, I don't do well when there's no feedback. Like I kind of struggle and my brain train crashes 
very easily. Um, <laughs> like if I trip over a thought, I'm probably done. For that <laughs> thought, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, are I, difficult. I try not to have any of them. Well, I think the the thing for me is like there's so much already going on in like your day-to-day life you know like work and people and like things you need to get done and and all of that in your brain going on and then with streaming like you know like whenever even I started it's like oh I'm just playing a game like I always do or like in Tricky's case drawing art like I always do but there's so much more to it than you realize like it really even just the initial energy to like set everything up and like hit go is substantial like there are some days where i'm like pretty close to just being like nah because i like i don't even have the energy to hit go like it just feels like so much to do um and then of course like all of the conversation and stuff you know like there are some days where like obviously the conversations you would have with your group of people that you are closer to like your og group is going to be more relaxed than when you're talking to like new people or this like new audience even though like i have no filter and i talk to people most of the time like pretty comfortably it's like even knowing those people are new like i still kind of tiptoe in my own way which is exhausting um so that is like even with my streaming, like I've slowed down considerably because of that reason. Like energy is hard pressed to come by these days. You see what I mean? Like him being that is the distractor is the common role. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> and like I'm down there watching it and I'm like starting tiny and then it gets bigger and then it stops and i'm like wait how did it stop moving and then i realized you're doing all of this on obs like oh oh that is just your cartoon crotch there we go that's better oh, like, it's for the fans stop pretending to be me right now like this is do you think i have any drawings of myself this is impersonation <laughs> yes you do yeah, there it is. This seems like a pretty good intro to the hooligans and the madness. Yeah. Wait, how did the hooligans start? Um, on accident, really. <laughs> uh, me and Alicia have been friends for over a decade at this point, and uh, we actually lived together at one point in the South. Quotation. Uh, debatable geographical location of Florida and uh, we I was already playing Atlas at the time that was like my big game and I was like dude you should play this because you've been playing Sea of Thieves and I know that's a pirate game and she's like no you should play Sea of Thieves because that's a pirate game so we kind of settled on both just playing each other's and uh, I had just built my computer for the first time um, I had been playing on my gaming laptop, which is very limited in terms of what you can do. And when I built it, she was just like, you know, you're good with talking with people and it'd be really like you're already playing video games. Like, why not just try it? And so she kind of helped me set up everything and, and do a bunch of stuff. But before I started streaming, I was like, well, I need to like 
have an idea of like what all this even is. Like if I'm going to start doing something, I have to have an idea of like what it is I'm even getting into because I always, you know, living in the country, it's not like you have great internet to be growing up watching YouTubers and streamers and all this stuff. So like I hadn't, you know, like you, you know what it is. Everybody knows what it is, but like you don't really know how people are functioning their, their channels and like their creative content. So I kind of start watching stuff and getting into communities and Alicia's giving me some of the ones that she watches. And that's kind of how I stumbled into uh, Kraken's communities and um, BBXH and a, a, a bunch of these other bigger streamers that were playing Sea of Thieves. And uh, I was just like, you know, I'm one of those people that have learned kind of that connections are will get you really far in life. Um, so like even in work, like in, in your normal life, like who you know can be substantial when things like happen throughout uh, your day-to-day. -day. So I was like, I'm just going to go meet people and kind of start there and get their input and everything. And so Kraken, one of her bigger community sales came up and I was like, YOLO, let's do it. I think it would be really fun. And uh, ended up on a boat with Dark. And I believe it's a, <laughs> Tricky is like more of a a mystery. It was like Tricky was just always there, but I'm not actually like <laughs> certain where. Tricky was just like, it was like there was no Tricky and then there was. I think it was on one of those community sales. Wrong. But it, yeah, but like my, see, and my, cause my brain is like, that wouldn't make any sense. Tricky doesn't just jump into big group stranger type circumstances. And I'm like, okay, maybe he came in on like a raid. So I used to live with Meg and Alicia. Um, <laughs> I'm hurt that she never remembers this. There was a third bedroom down the hall. It was kind of, you know, you went past the stairs and there was the front door there. But if you, you didn't kept have going, the stairs, you kept going. Well, that's where you went wrong. I was going to say, if you kept going up the stairs, that's where I was. <laughs> if you missed the stairs the whole time, no wonder you never saw me. See, this is, I, I knew just a figure of, of uh, like you were just always there, but you weren't. Exactly. Yes. So tricky is a, <laughs> and it's been so long at this point because it's You're been afraid to ask. Well, it's been like a year and a half. And like my brain legitimately, it was just like, you know, like Jay, I wouldn't have known where Jay came from either if you wouldn't have told me like, yeah, like I came in on that raid that one time. I'm like, yeah, it was just like, as soon as I did that community sale, it was like all of a sudden, all of these people who were very like-minded and very like hooligan-esque just started we started kind of just drawing into each other and creating this if these friendships where before the streaming was even like a thing really it was just kind of like a I'm gonna try this and nothing was really established you know like when you first start out everything is like a you build it kind of as you go um so starting out it was more just like a thing on the side it wasn't like the primary uh, objective of anything it was like we were gaming this group of like-minded hooligans every single day. Like it was like every day we were playing something. I think at first Sea of Thieves, but then it kind of rolled into like other games, but it was all very unintentional, I think, which made it even like 
cooler because it was just like we were accidentally pulling in these people, these hooligans that were all just like chaotic evil. Uh, <laughs> and then just created this like OG group of what the hooligans are. I think that's my summary of kind of how. Yeah, I like, I mean, I've been playing video games and online games for a long time. And it's, uh, I've talked about, I, so I wasn't sure what was going to happen when the pan, when the pandemic happened. Right. So like I wasn't super big into Twitch and then I got pretty big into it cause I found myself not having, like I had all this time all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that can, I was really, I'm like, okay, so all these soft skill tools that I have, are they all broken now? Or how is this going to work now that I don't get to be with people? And what I found, like, they all still work. It was the most bizarre thing to me. Um, yeah. But I think it's because I've spent a lot of time online. Um, and it just, it just carried over and I never realized it. Yeah. But yeah, I've always, I like, it's, I mean, yeah, even my wife struggles with like, people in general just struggle with like are they you're, they're your friends but you've never met them like yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's, that's exactly what it is it is a weird concept but like because you know like dark has is obviously here now and like but that was a, a person that i never met and like never knew but i'm one of those people like just thinking of like what humans are and like what we thrive off of we're a very unique species because we have always functioned around like social connections and like deep thoughts and like things that like very few animals are exhibiting in their day-to-day -day. um like that's something like if you take away conversation between humans like literally a human will lose their mind and like fall apart and unravel without that and so for me, like, that's where I place a lot of my, um, like, that's what I- Distracted by Pickle Mick there. <laughs> yes, there's so <laughs> many things on this screen right now. <laughs> that's like the thing that I put, I like, care for more, right? Is like- Pickles. The conversation, how the person is how we connect memories, those kinds of things mean more and have always been, well, have you physically been in the same room as this person? Have you, you know, and it's really odd that humans are like that because like, let's take all of our connections. Like we're now all people that have known each other and had multiple conversations over the course of a year and a half. There are people that we sit down and eat with every day. We shop with every day that we don't know we've never had a conversation with and even though we're like physically in the same room and we've technically met each other because we're like literally standing right next to one another we have no connection to each other whatsoever so like just being like meeting a person or being in the same room with them doesn't really mean anything because you don't actually like form any kind of connection from that your connection comes from the memories, the conversations, the um, the time really that you spend like getting to know a person. So like none of my friendships that I've built over the last year and a half of streaming feel like superficial or incomplete. 
just because that one aspect is missing. Like we haven't sat in the same room together. Like doesn't mean anything really. Really impressed at your ability to <laughs> to carry on talking when you are nothing distracting attempting <laughs> incredibly. Are you using just a mouse or do you have a pen? This is just pure mouse, baby. It's it's very <laughs> uncomfortable to see a pickle version of yourself just wiggle across a, a screen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why. And it's a very panicked pickle face too that you created. Well, he I think he stole the picture from one of your profile pictures. Yeah. I, I stole it from the scared emote. Yeah. Stole from her um live face. Why are you stealing my face? Can we get it updated with one of the from one of the clips where she dies? Oh my god. Those are like those will never not be awesome to me. Like I <laughs> <laughs> that game was like mentally scarring to me honestly i like <laughs> i like gen, gen <laughs> i'm like genuinely not like in real life i'm not like a scaredy cat like i've been to like horror houses and like you know all that stuff halloween horror nights and like you've been I'm, to sorry okay <laughs> You've been to what? Halloween Horror Nights. Okay, now, what did you say before that? Yeah. Horror houses. I mean, I wasn't going to judge, but I mean, you were very <laughs> open with what you said. That's like, I heard horror and I'm like, okay, it's I'm a just, hard I want to see where this goes. To, like, like, why would they do that? Why would they make horror and horror? Like, how do you even, how do you, how? Yeah, overarching custodians horror. of language. How dare you? Horror. That's Whatever. where that's where Hump Day Horrors came from. Or was. yeah, because it's just the same word. It's literally the same word. Uh, no, but like in real life, I'm like, like I'm not scared of scary movies. Like, I've been to these kinds of things, and I'm just like, oh wow, whatever. Uh, and then I play these very immersive fear games, and they like kill me inside, <laughs> like physically hurt me. <laughs> that's like the only time I'm like genuinely. A big scaredy cat is immersive games and the labyrinth it does an incredible job of like i know it's like one of those games like people really didn't which like when i started streaming i didn't really care about that anyway like playing games that you know other people want to watch i was like i don't really care i'm not playing this to just put on a show for other people which like i do but that's not my objective my objective is to, like play things i want to play with people and uh obviously Hesca was wanting to play this game but like they do a really good job of putting you in that place like if i was in the middle of a freaking maze like that like the first one where you're just like in the uh more like plantsy can't see anything kind of environment like i would die I would just like heal over or roll myself into the bush and just like squat there, but like <laughs> would never just like just like when you used to live in the woods for work. It's so crazy because like even the woods too, right? Like I have a deep respect for, so it's not like I go out there and I'm just fearless. Like when we were in Virginia, there was a night where like 
pitch black. We're in these tents. We're like 15 miles from any point of civilization. And we hear this like deep huffing and like scrounging kind of noises. Like it was obviously like something really big. And I'm like in my sleeping bag, like shaking. Cause I'm like, the thought that occurs to me is like, we're in, like, there's really nothing in between me and this animal, but the fact that they can't visually make eye contact with me. But like, that's not how a lot of animals care to sense their world anyway. A lot of it's by smell. So like, it knows we're here. I have nothing to protect me against this thing. Like, I don't hike with like guns or whatever, you know, like, and then we have bear spray, but we have like, it's just a deterrent really. Like, it's not like a bear can choose whether or not it's going to be like deterred by it essentially. And so I'm just in there and I'm like feeling very helpless. And that helplessness is not like a feeling really that you get a lot in your day today. So like when that happened, I was like shaking like a leaf, like not going to lie. I was like laid in my sleeping bag, just like, oh my God, please just go away. Like, please don't be here. So like I'm, I have had moments like be, even being in like an incredibly comfortable environment that I'm like very used to where I'm just terrified. Uh, just cause like, I do have respect for like a respectful fear. I'm mostly of afraid of bears. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like that... a big joke in the, in like the large family now. Cause like my wife's family, they all want to go do stuff. And they're like, we got to go camp. And I'm like, nope, there's bears. bears there. Nope. And so I think, I don't know. So it's a big thing. And I sent, there's this one video where the door, like the bear just kicked the door into the cabin. Because they're all like, well, if we stay in a house, and then I sent that picture, I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> not even deterred by doors. No, no, not even. I'm seeing in the East Coast, I'm more terrified of like boar. Like there have been, so I've heard like every number of animal at this point camping. Like I've heard even like we had a Florida panther in one of the state parks that we stayed in. And that's like an incredibly terrifying noise. Like it sounds like a banshee screeching. Um, and so that's like kind of uncomfortable to just know that it's out there and it's like near you. But most of the time, like my brain is like, these are animals that generally don't want to waste energy doing anything to you. Like if you're in your own space, you know, like at a campground or something like you know they will leave you alone for the most part but boar are like the one animal that have no care about those logistics like they will attack you just because they are douchebags like they're just like really mean yeah. um and so like even bears like because we only have black bears and they're pretty skittish like i think 80 percent of their diet is just foraging berries and stuff like that and and so knowing that I'm like, they're really not looking to just like eat me. Um, Cause every animal has like a purpose for what it does. Like even panthers, like they would rather stalk something that's not gonna waste as much of their energy as a human would. Like we would put up too good of a fight. So most of the time, like, unless they're really young and, and juvenile, like they don't, haven't like learned those things, uh, they will try a human. But for the most part, they like tend to stay off on their own, but boar, are crazy and like have ran at people and tried to stab them with their tusks and stuff just because like just there's no reason it's just because so like I've been camping and like well I've ran into like rooting where they were and you could hear them like kind of close to us and that was terrifying but um been in my tents and they've come up 
in the area, like rooting the ground, looking for stuff. And I'm like, these things are like, I couldn't get out of my tent and be like, Hey, and they run off. Like you could do that with a bear. Like if you generally, like if you make a lot of noise and that's why they say to like sing to yourself or whatever, when you hike with bears, it's cause they hear it and they will like haul butt. Um, which is why I've never been able to find a bear when I hike. Cause I'm really loud. <laughs> like I like I like talking and like, you know, singing or listening to music. So like I make too much noise to ever like actually run up on a bear and I've never seen one hiking out of all of my trips. But boar, like you can't do that. Like I could get out of my tent and be like, hey boar and they would just run at me and try to kill me. So I definitely way more fear for them than any other thing, I think. Yeah, they're they're like they're very strong and insane, but also intelligent at the same time. Yeah. And they're like a pack yeah. type animal. Like it's not like they're by their, themselves, but like they get to be hundreds yeah. of pounds. Like they could easily destroy me. <laughs> so I like watching the hog trapping videos on YouTube sometimes. Where they have yeah. like the giant like fences that come down and I watched one where it's like they had this big they would catch this big boar and then by the time they would get out there it was gone and like this thing was like jumping up and breaking the fence and jumping over and getting out um they're like i don't even know how an animal that big does that yeah they're i mean you know an animal is a problem when we are literally paying people to ride around in helicopters yeah. and kill them with mach machine guns like that's <laughs> just yep. and, and like I think in Mississippi they used um landmines. They literally like put bait and like put mines underneath it and like blow them up. Like that just like <laughs> like blows my mind. So like you know something is like an issue when you can't just go trap it or like normal, you know, like go like like you said, like put a, a thing over it, like put it in a box and oh, now we caught it. It's like, no, we're like literally going to war with these animals, yeah. like machine guns and landmines. Like, yeah. So when I hike like that's, especially here in Florida, because they are a nuisance, they are like heavily overpopulated and uh, invasive as all get out. Like I'm, I'm very aware because um, it's, there's just been way too many times where I've heard stories of people getting super messed up by them. Puna Matata. Yeah. <laughs> Tricky's over here like, I live in like probably one of the safest places in the world. Like, I don't know. I saw a squirrel once. <laughs> <laughs> once? Oh my I've, goodness. I would say, I think I'm like pretty sure you're like your most dangerous animal is like a bird. Like there's like. Oh, yeah, we have big... dragons here. That's just the, the big problem. You have dragons. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. You know how old dinosaurs are feathered? They discovered dragons are the same. So yes. we just have big feathery dinosaurs. Yes. Just constantly, mostly in Scotland, but they sometimes come down here. That's just like, I can't wrap my mind around, because like Florida is so lush. Inhospitable. It is. It's like we we're so it's really cool, but like really terrible at the same time, because like I've been watching Naked and Afraid a lot because I just like enjoy seeing people who like think they're survivalists like go out and attempt to tame the wilderness in a very like brutal way and like 
they go to some of the most like apex places of the world, like Peruvian rainforests, Bolivian rainforests, like places where evolution is so like peaked that everything there is just crazy, right? Like everything's trying to kill you, even the trees, like they have plants that will even kill you, you know? And like Florida is really a rainforest in that same kind of way. Like we've got the same kind of conditions that make up a rainforest like we have here. And our animals are like pretty much on par with how a rainforest is. Like we have like six or seven um, venomous snakes, um, ticks, mosquitoes, like same thing, um, Florida poison tree. So like, it's really crazy to think that like we're one hop and a skip away from being some of like the most crazier inhospitable environments that exist on the planet there's a guy on tiktok i think it's omg it's wix and his whole his whole thing is only in florida is what he says and so he does stuff where it's like crazy videos right and he's like only in florida glad i got it on my flip phone right um so it's always him like what's going on here and he puts his phone out but then there, he does this other stuff where like he does one where it's weather and he's got these different like costumes for the weather and so <laughs> super humidity is that what you guys call it down there is there super super something but <laughs> it was like after it rains or something and then it gets hot it's super humid down there oh Not yeah like regular humid <laughs> no yeah it's like next level you like breathe and kind of like choke on it like it's because you're just like breathing a cup of water down your nose <laughs> it's yeah yeah it's i mean it gets humid up here no, I've, we've never called it superhuman, so I don't know. But definitely, there are times where you walk outside and you're you can you're cutting the air as you walk. Yeah, yeah, like it's so visibly thick. Like yeah. when I South Florida was like that, and like because I, you know, being in the northern part, like you're like, oh, Florida, but like it really is vastly different the closer you get to the more southern regions, and like. That was like some weather I've never actually experienced up here. Like we do get really bad humidity and there are some areas where it's like very thick like that, but ours is like swampier. Theirs is like what I would imagine a rainforest feel like. You know, my friend has, has been to Costa Rica and she's like, Florida's environment is like right there. You know, like mm. we're very uh, on par with that, which is like a really crazy, cool thing to think about that like, I'm literally living in probably like the one rainforesty place of the States. Um, but it like is also the worst because, you know, like down where the mangroves are, like that standing water. I've never ever experienced bugs like that in my life of living here. Like the sun would dip below the horizon and they would come at like like an army, like a plague, just a cloud over the, you know, and you would hear like, just like getting closer and closer. And like, I'm like eaten up, you know, it's like a blend of like bugs all working together to just destroy you. So like, I'm trying to wash dishes outside or whatever, cause we're camping and like, I'm just spasming cause they're everywhere biting you, you know, sand gnats, you can't even see them. They're like all over your neck mosquitoes and all this stuff and like literally by the end of the trip it looked like all of us had chicken pox like it was like just bites everywhere on your body and so I was watching the one naked and afraid episode when they were in the Bolivian rainforest these people who were 
quote, survivalists, decided it would be smart to set up their base camp with water, standing water on all three sides of their base. And they go to sleep without fire, which is also a terrible idea. And same thing, they were swarmed in a cloud of mosquitoes and they're just like, ah, you know, like panicked. And I'm like sitting in the living room and I'm like, like, like holding myself because I'm like, I know exactly what that feels like. And it was like very PTSD for me. And I was like, turn it off. It's terrible. Oh my God. Why are we watching this? So like Florida sucks for that. Uh, even though it's really pretty and we have a lot of really awesome plants and like life, it's also brutal a lot of the time. Where So Trickster, where'd your name come from? Has that been like your handle forever or was that assigned to you by the Hooligan Squad? Um, I used to have a webcomic called Common Tricks back mm-hmm. in the day, which I got from a book on web design. as you do when I was 18 so about 60 odd years ago um how many you said 60 or 60 60 60 or six somewhere between the two (laughs) um and I just took the common bit off it because it was annoying (laughs) that's pretty much it it's ominous notes are you looking for my old webcomic? No, I'm <laughs> looking for the book. <laughs> I think it was literally just, it, it was literally, just, I mean, it's not a very uncommon phrase, despite the, the phrase itself. Um, I just like, you know, that's fine for a stupid gag a day comic. And by gag a day, I mean gag three times a week comic. Um, uh, there it is. Look at that. Comic about anything and everything featuring small bed, small bald men and a penguin. Wait, where did you find this? <laughs> I took it offline. Yeah, the URL's definitely gone for sure. Well, that's a relief. <laughs> is it on like webcomic list or something? It is on the webcomiclist.com, yeah. That's the one. But publicizing a webcomic is difficult because you have to actually try. But the one thing that used to be like the first thing you did back in the day um in the in the golden age of web comics i'll call it unknowing if it was actually the golden age of web comics you had to put it on the webcomiclist.com which was is kind of manually uploaded by like four guys i think or something crazy like that it's not an automatic process at all <laughs> um and that will be the first link that someone has to your webcomic. Um, I think I got two views from the webcomiclist.com, which is getting a lot of publicity here for no real reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's just what you did. And then you were supposed to like hang out on forums and spam it, which I never did. Hang out on Twitter and spam it, which I never did. Um, I mostly just told my housemates I'm going to go work on the comic and they said okay and then didn't read it. (laughs) That's how you do a webcomic everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah the I mean it's already really hard though even when you're not like when you are trying to get anything out there because like the web is so saturated at this point 
and there's just so many people doing everything all the time. Um, yeah, that it's like, even if you do try, it's just like a lot to every day. Like that's something like I could probably stand to do more is like post on social media and like, you know, tag things and hashtags and all of that. And I like try to, but like, I hate it. I'm not gonna lie. It's like probably the worst thing. It feels like very bleh to me. Like I'd rather pay somebody else to do it for me because I just like, I can't be bothered. I'd rather just do everything else, really. The lesson is don't try. <laughs> it's a, it's work for sure. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like social media has made it worse slash and easier. Worse in the sense that everybody always wants to be the top 1%. Mm. Right? Like, those are all the people that are celebrated. Like, and Tim the Tapman or Boxy or, you know, big streamers in a, from a streaming perspective. And it's like, well, the reality is that most people are not that and may not ever get that. So I think people have to be comfortable with, are you, are you doing, like, are you achieving your goals, even if it's not being the top 1%? And then, um, yeah, the work to actually to create the content to go on and to try and understand the algorithms how things are picked up how to get things in front of people yep i mean tiktok is that's the place that i like for that because it's it's one of the more open algorithms right now where like everybody kind of has a chance for the time being Mm -hmm. but yeah you do also have to be on tiktok yes you do that yeah I have a, that's like the one place I haven't made it to yet, but the only reason I did it is for the for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, Other like, and that. I that's been something too is like how far do I want to go to try to expand? Uh, and then even when you do, because like it's always content, right? So like we did the kegathon, and that post actually caught wind of like quite a few people. I think it was like made it to like eight or nine hundred or something which is like it big for me. Yeah, yeah no it like it was like a couple days it was on everyone's radar see if thieves retweeted it and that was like really cool because like i've never cared enough to do anything like that and it like actually go anywhere but then and like there were some people that came from that like people that are like oh no i'm gonna follow you or like oh i'm gonna go look at the rest of your stuff or whatever um but it's like people are so fast like everything is so fast right like you're just scrolling you're flicking and like every day it's refreshing and there's more stuff like because again the saturation portion of it um that it like it was like a quick fire you know it was just like blah and then died and then totally normal person or whatever and there is a lot more that I I think like I could do to try to get out there. But again, this was like, I just, I can't be bothered to like, do. So yeah, it it's depends so on much. the goal, right? It's like, is it a hobby or is it the main way that you want to make money? And then yep. the other thing that's crazy about like streaming being the main way that you make money is that, you know, in order to get exposure, you have to participate in social media. So now you're spending time doing work in social media which doesn't generate revenue unless it points back to streaming Mm -hmm. so it's like you have all these 
channels to try and point at, you know, your streaming, whether you're streaming on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. Well, like, I've never really been, like, I'm, I'm just like a wing it, you know? Like, when I stream with people, it's like, we make no plans prior. The plan is we're literally just gonna stream together kind of thing, and then we just figure it out on the fly. And I like that better because that's how, like, like, take yesterday, you know, like, we were only supposed to stream three or four hours or something, like, something really short. And then we were, like, had no idea what we were going to do until we started. And we were, like, hey, you done this? No, okay, cool, let's go do that. And then one thing leads to another, and then you find yourself on this adventure. And I more prefer that because, like you said, kind of similar to this, it's, like, more organic and it's more flexible and loose, and it doesn't feel like as much of a, of a chore or, like, um, like I'm, I'm not like sitting there, like with my nerves all bound up, like, oh, I need to be like this thing or whatever. And then 10 hours fly by because we're all just having such a fun time and, and everything was just so fun. And people like, that was something I didn't want streaming to become for me is like a chore. And there were times too, where like my mindset would shift and it would start feeling that way. And I would just take a step back, take a break away from it. Uh, it's kind of like realign what my purpose was with streaming and um but there are people that i see that like literally have like streaming calendars where like i'm gonna do this on this day i'm gonna do this on this day like create a youtube video do this here tiktok video whatever and like i look at it and i'm already just exhausted like looking at their <laughs> calendar and i'm like and like to each their own, like that's great. And they really have built something out of it. So it's really great. And it's like, maybe that's what I need to do if I'm gonna try to get to that point. But again, like I can't be bothered because like, I don't want it to become this thing that I like, like our jobs, you know, where it's like, you know, you need to do it because it's what like brings you your financial security and all that other stuff. But it's like, I'm not running to work willingly, like, yeah, let's go to work, woo, you know? And that's how streaming is for me is like, cool, let's, we're gonna play this game. And like, I have all these plans, it's gonna be so fun. But if I structure it like that, like I could very easily find the day where it's like, oh, I have to stream. Like, oh, I gotta post this thing. Like, and so those kinds of things, like when they would bring me benefit, that's kind of why like, I haven't really picked up doing any of that is cause it's just, I don't want to change that, I guess, feel or perspective of what it is that I have. Yeah. Like there's nothing like your hobby can be a hobby. Like, you don't. it doesn't have to be a side hustle. It can just be something you do for fun, man. Like, yeah, I'm uh, during the pandemic. I was a little annoyed that everybody's like, turn your hobby into your side hustle. I'm like, well, I've seen a lot. I've seen other content creators post. There was one person in particular who's like, I used to love to draw. Until I went to school to be a graphic designer and they're like, I hate drawing now. I don't even do it for fun anymore. Like it completely ruined it for me because I did that as my job. Yep. And so like, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, streaming is, that takes a lot out of you too. It's crazy to me to watch um, some people. What's interesting is like how, like I was watching Boxy. It must've been Friday. So him and Beard are playing, I think Thursday or Friday. And so they're tucking, which is like, he's the only one I can tolerate tucking. And I don't know what it is, but it's like, Beard's like, hey, let's play 20 questions. And now I'm sitting here watching two dudes on the internet that I've never met play 20 questions while they're just sitting around. Basically, we're watching another crew yeah. take on this fof. And I'm like, what is, what is that? That was and I'm fun, like, to be fair. That was random me. I don't, well, I haven't watched 
that's pretty much the only stream I've watched all week was just oh, you a watched bit of that. Yeah, yeah, I just happened to watch Beard stream then. It was so weird because I was like, <laughs> I'm so into this. Yes, it was so weird. Well, that's like you can relate it to like the TikToks or like the videos of people watching other people's videos, <laughs> like reaction video, and like they're literally famous for it. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, you, you're we literally is that why like I never got famous because it never occurred to me people would just want to watch me watch others do really cool stuff and like, like it was just so strange to me. Like humans are, humans are weird. Like the things that we like. And we like to do it's like we want to watch people we don't want to watch people do stuff we want to watch other people watching other people do stuff and make reactions to it and it's just so like it's just such there's a, a tv weird... series of that here which is quite like quite popular and quite successful it's called goggle box and it's literally just it started off with just random people watching tv you didn't see the tv you saw basically the camera was pointing at their sofa while they're sat on the watching the tv but i don't know how many seasons it's on now and now they've got like celebrity editions yeah. and stuff but it's just like <laughs> it's gone on for years and years that's was, so like, strange like it's like why yeah why well, I, thought... <laughs> I guess because then you're like it, I, I understand kind of watching it by yourself kind of because you're like no, I feel like I'm hanging out with people while watching a show or something. I kind of get the same, get to see people make the same jokes I make with my friends. And it's kind of, I'm looking for a word other than inclusive because that normally means something else. But it's kind of, kind of more community feeling. Yeah. If you're kind of getting the same, well, seeing people make the same reactions. And if it's like celebrity ones, just like, Wow, they're people Maybe they're too. Actual people, because <laughs> they're, they're not like. Actually, I think I saw one the other day because I was flicking through the channel. I was like, "What is this?" And Joanna Lovely was on it. I don't know if you know who she is in the US, but she's like relatively famous. So she's like a real celebrity, I would say. What's she famous for? That name sounds she, familiar. She's an actor, like a comedy actor. She's been in quite a few films and stuff. I want to look up something she was in and hope that it. Joanna, what? Lumley. Joanna Lumley. She's that a dame. Must... She's that... a dame. That must be like the psychological like thing behind it, though. Is just like humans re like relating, I guess, to the reactions or like I don't know, because I know like some of them are for like the funniness. Um, what is? That guy, he was on, he went on Ellen. Um, he reacts to like cooking videos. What is his name? Oh, uh, Kalen or something like that. Yes, Kalen. Odom Ramsey. So like no, people like dude, he's people, awesome. He is. People <laughs> like watching him because it's like his comedy is his reaction and like the things he's like saying. Like people like find really funny. So like those make sense to me. But if it's just like a person, like, you know, the silent ones, like on TikTok and it's like literally just their facial expressions. They're like, you know, <laughs> like what I'm like, what is the psychological like lure, I guess, as to why we're wanting to like watch those. So many people are watching them. Yeah, I don't know. 